Hello and welcome to This One Good Life podcast, where we slow down and explore the beauty and goodness that surrounds us every day. My name is Stephen Ingram. And I am Bryant Johnson. Uh, we're so glad you're able to join us today and taking some time to listen to our podcast. On today's episode, we're going to slow down to explore the idea and practice of gratitude. Um, gratitude's one that I have been really intentional about this last year. Stephen, um, what are your initial thoughts about gratitude when you hear that term? Yeah, I think it's interesting because, you know, you and I have talked about uh, this a good bit before, uh, about sort of how you're practicing it, and I hope you'll share some of that with us. But when when I initially think about it, um, I have a hard time coming up with examples of people I know and just times in my own life where I actually practice gratitude intentionally. Uh, there are plenty of times where I'm grateful, but I just don't know if that is something that we, um, I don't want to say naturally come to, but maybe, I, I think some of the research and some things I've been looking at, uh, it might be that we've been kind of trained not to go to gratitude first. Um, when I think about uh, kind of our culture and kind of the way we're set up, especially like with our education system, you know, one of the things that we are uh, trained to do uh, is to think critically, right? And and um, and critical thinking has produced a ton of great things, like science and medicine and technology and automobiles. And basically, if we have something good, it probably came through some form of critical thinking. Um, but the problem is, is I think a lot of times we let that become our mo. Uh, and if we're always in a critical thought point of view, uh, a lot of times we can miss the goodness that's, that's all around us. And um, instead of being grateful for something, it's easy to kind of nitpick it, pick it apart, and, and, and find ourselves being critical instead of grateful. I think that's exactly right. Um, culture, let me back up. Grati- gratitude's not a product of our culture. Right. Um, simple, simple as that. Um, I think other things are uh, collecting more stuff, <laughs> right? Is yeah. definitely a product of our culture. Yeah. Um, ha- having more for yourself, um, doing more for yourself, uh, making sure that you are the best you can be. Um, mm-hmm. I think those are natural products of our capitalistic uh, society and culture that we live in. Um, those don't lead us to be thankful. I don't think though. those, those lead us to really desire more out of what we're doing. Um, and so we get more, we want more, we strive for more and it's more, 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 more. And that's really the opposite, um, Mm -hmm. of living a life full of gratitude. I was thinking this week, like when we see somebody who lives a life that is, um, they're always grateful for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you just know it, right? Because right. they say, thank you. Um, That's right. That's right. But here, here's where that led me. Like saying, thank you doesn't mean you are grateful or are intentionally practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, saying thank you means that you have been taught to be polite. That's right. But yet people who are grateful and practice gratitude, every time they say thank you, it's just a little bit different. Yeah, um, that's right. It's a little slower. It's a little deeper. Maybe there's a touch of the shoulder. Um, there's something that's evident and different when they do that. And that just just kind of stood out. Um, thanks yeah. is a good place to be, but uh, or to begin. But 
by itself, it's not gratitude. <laughs> I, I like how you said it. it's sort of a slower, um, a deeper, um, a more genuine form of thinking, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. especially, I mean, you and I both live in the South and, you know, saying thank you is just a part of, uh, you know, of, of how we were brought up. You do it. It's what you do is that Southern manners kind of thing, whatever. But, and, and that can be a facade um, for, uh, uh, to, to, to make people think that you're grateful. Uh, but I like how you said that it's a deeper, more, and, and the word I would add is a more genuine, yes. uh, thank you. Um, you can tell because you, w- when someone is grateful and they're sharing, uh, showing you gratitude, it's almost like they look at your eyes and they make a connection. With mm-hmm. you. There's something different, um, uh, about that kind of gratitude. Uh, th- this past week I was actually reading, um, a study in Harvard Medical um, Journal uh, just about gratitude. It was a study done back in 2011, uh, and it was done by two psychologists. Uh, and what they did was they, they got a group of around uh, 400 folks, uh, and for 10 weeks, uh, they asked them to, uh, every day, uh, write a few sentences uh, focused on uh, things that they were grateful for, uh, things that they, uh, w- without judgment. So it's not, I'm grateful for this uh, because it's good, or I'm grateful for this because it was painful and it taught me a lesson. With no judgment of good or bad, they just wrote things that they were grateful for. And every day they had to do this. And it was really interesting because after 10 weeks, um, the the control group that wrote about gratitude uh, were were happier. They went to the doctor less. Uh, they uh, had less sources of aggravation. They were more content in their job. They were more content in their relationships. Um, their happiness score, I don't know if you've heard of the happiness score, but their happiness score was through the roof. Um, everything about their life was measurably better. And it was and, and the only difference between them and the and the other control group was that they took time every day and expressed gratitude. Uh, and this is a Harvard medical study, okay? This isn't some crackpot, uh, <laughs> hey, here's here's a cool new Facebook uh, test to figure out what Disney character you are. This is a Harvard <laughs> medical study about being grateful. Um, that blew my mind. I know it gets you in a good frame of mind, but to have that big of a difference, that's incredible. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Um, and... I know we'll mention some of our writings and blogging and all that yeah. sort of stuff later. Um, but it gets to a point, and I think maybe I've shared this with you before, um, that there really is a like a selfish, and, and what I, the way I wrote it in, in the blog post, um, it's a selfish necessity for gratitude. Because um, ultimately, I think... I think most folks that are practicing gratitude want to have an impact on others. Um, but living yeah. grateful, um, it really is, uh, there's a selfishness about it. It's really about mm-hmm. us being more content and more at peace and more happy. Um, and all those things are necessary before we can really have a positive impact on others. Yeah. You can't be like highly anxious and frustrated and angry and then make a difference. Well, make make a good difference in somebody right. else's That's life. Right. You'll make a difference in their life, but <laughs> maybe not how you want. Um, so there is this selfish aspect of it that's necessary uh, for us to work through before we can we can uh, 
really have an impact on others. So like your own happiness score, other people will be impacted by that, but it's, that's your happiness score. That's right. Uh, that's right. So it's, it's interesting to me, the more I have been intentional about gratitude this year, um, how much I realized the intentionality and the work on um, practicing gratitude mm-hmm. made me realize how much it really was about me. Mm-hmm. And I went into it thinking, I'm going to be grateful and other people are going to appreciate that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, and you know, so much of it is, um, so much of how we affect the world, right. Is, is by osmosis. You know, the whole idea of osmosis is, is essentially that one thing comes in contact with another and it bleeds itself into yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah. Right. And, um, the, I think so much of, of, of the way we affect those around us and the world around us is not just through our intentional actions, but it's by osmosis. And so if we come into a situation where we're grateful, uh, where we're practicing gratitude, where, where we're looking at the, uh, at the cup, and it's not just optimism, but we're looking at the cup as half full, not half empty, and we're grateful that we have a cup to begin with. Boom. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're, you know, right? Um, we are, uh, we can affect people by osmosis and transfer that energy and yes. that gratefulness into them and into groups and into situations. Yeah. Um, my, you know, we're, we're at a point where our kids are just starting back school. Um, and I was <clears throat> having a conversation with a, a guy, uh, uh, a parent of one of my son's friends. And, uh, we were talking about how interesting it is, how different grades, will go through school and some grades will be known for just being awesome. Uh, they're, they're, they're lovely grades. They're, you know, the teachers love them. Uh, they, they do well in school. They, they have these accolades they get scholarships, you know, and the whole system remembers that grade for being good and, and, and productive. And some grades go through and, and they cause trouble. They're, they're the loud ones in the class, the loud ones in the hall, you know, all those things. And, and they're sort of a negative grade. Um, I think that's this whole osmosis thing in practice, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not just that one year, everybody just happens to be born smarter than the other year, right? It's, I think there's this uh, kind of group dynamic of, of transference by osmosis. I think so, too. Um, it's contagious, yeah, that's right. It's another great you know, way to say it. Our uh, attitudes, our approach, our style, all of that's contagious, and it, it builds on mm-hmm. each other. And that's a part of why I think um, the intentional practice of gratitude is so important, the intentional mm-hmm. piece, because it's not a natural product. It's not something that's just going to um, you're going to rub up against unless you're surrounded by a group like you're talking about. Yeah. That's suddenly just going to happen. Um, I think from for most of us, uh, for, for others around us to be grateful, we've got to be the ones to practice it. Um, so speaking of practice, how, how do you, how do you do that, Brian? Cause you know, you, you've been practicing it, uh, and, and doing this intentionally. How, how, what are some ways that you do that? Um, I found an app it's on, on, mm-hmm. on my phone called the five minute journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the five minute journal solely is, uh, about gratitude. Um, so it's a prompt in the morning that, that asks you, what are you grateful for today? And there's a prompt in the evening that says, what amazing things happened today? Mm-hmm. Um, so you begin the morning, um, by recording, gosh, um, here's, here's what I'm grateful for. And you end the day 
by expressing those things that um, that surprised you or amazed mm. you. And again, like you mentioned earlier, those don't have to be good or bad. We're not judging that. Right. Um, we're just acknowledging what's what's taken place. Um, so the practice is kind of stepping back. Um, what am I thankful for? Um, what am I grateful for? And then reflecting back on the day again at the end of the day. Um, I love it because it prompts it, it like pops yeah. up on my screen. It's <laughs> I've got like three apps that I allow to push notifications to me. That's one of them. <laughs> right, so. That's probably why you're grateful. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the real practice is turning everything else off. <laughs> Create a baseline of sanity. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what I do. Um, mm. And lately, uh, you know, day to day, it all looks the same. Um, mm. We're in a new phase. Uh, we have a new, new son in our life. He's yeah. uh, pushing four months old. Um, so that's <laughs> always kind of the, the top there, right? Like I'm grateful. Yeah. Uh, for the role of father, um, yeah. I'm grateful to to see him do a new a new thing. And these things, because of where we are in life, continue to pop up on my list yeah. every day right now. Yeah, and I think that's okay. Um, it's that yep. reminder of like, gosh, we have so much. We have so much. Um, and and hopefully uh, that transitions to a desire for for less mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because we have so much and. For me, that's important. Um, I want to be simple. It's interesting, too, um, because, and, and I think you're probably in one of these places, there are going to be certain times in our life where the frequency of the things we're grateful for uh, and maybe the ease of thinking about the things we're grateful for being or showing gratitude for comes a lot easier, mm-hmm. right? The frequency is going to be a lot higher. Um, and, and, that's uh and that's good right during those times celebrate the heck out of those things uh and then the times where you wake up and and maybe things aren't going as well um maybe maybe life's a little harder um it's just as important to recognize maybe more important to recognize the things you're grateful for during those times yeah yeah and i think there's some pressure and i felt this when i first started using the app some pressure to like be creative Oh, yeah. And be like, oh, well, I was thankful for that yesterday. I'm thankful for this today. Yeah. Um, and for it to always be new. But I think that, I th- actually think that's the wrong approach. I think um, it's too much pressure. Too much pressure. And the more we focus on how grateful we are for the same thing, like mm-hmm. the, the depth that comes out of that, the meaning that, mm. that is found in that. Um, that I, I think is really impactful. So I, I would I would encourage you and any anybody else who ever feels that pressure of like, well, I can't be thankful for that today. I was thankful for right. family yesterday. Right. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Be grateful for the things you're grateful for. Who cares if it's the same as yesterday or last week or the day after or you know, ne- tomorrow That's or whatever. Cool. Um allow that to really kind of like soak. Uh, yeah. Soak in, into you. What did it say? Marinate? Yeah, marinate in it. That's right. No, that's right though. Um, that's exactly right. Uh, it, I was uh, uh, my wife and I, uh, and we'll. I, I want to definitely talk about this on another podcast, so I will not get too deep into this. But my wife and I um, uh, practice a lot of sort of uh, what are being called minimalist practices yeah. uh, in terms of how uh, our ownership of things. And uh, we read a lot of books about this sort of thing, but one of the books that we came across is uh, the life changing magic of tidying up. 
Uh, it's by a woman named Marie Kondo. I think that's how you uh, pronounce her last name. And uh, it, it's a <clears throat> it's a book about getting rid of things and, and how to mm. systematically mm-hmm. get rid of things. And uh, one of the things that she suggests, which when we first read it, we we're like, oh, my gosh, this is so granola, crunchy, cheesy, which we <laughs> tend to like granola, crunchy anyways. <laughs> but it even felt a little granola, crunchy for us. Um, uh, she said when you're getting rid of something, uh, especially if you're having a hard time, you know it's time for the thing to move on, right? You, you don't need to own this thing any longer. It's just taking up space. But you have a kind of a sentimental or emotional connection to it. She says in the book that you hold the thing. And you look at it and you give it thanks for its service to you. And, and you look at it and you say, thank you for, and then you tell it, you tell this object how you're grateful for how it served you and your family and the place that it held in your life or on that shelf or what it reminds you of. And, and it's a way of, of being able to let, let go of the object and honor the object uh, and send it to its next place. Now, again, it sounds super crunchy. But we tried it. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how amazing it was. <laughs> I'm telling things all the time how grateful I am. I'm like, I got this water bottle right here. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for, for feeding me water every day. It's a, and literally, <laughs> I cannot tell you how amazing it is to tell inanimate objects that I'm grateful for your service. Yeah. It's, it's weird. But if you do it, you'll have to do it, you know, around people because then they're just going to think you're crazy. <laughs> but if you do it, I promise you, you will see the your your objects, uh, the things you own, the things that are in service to you. You'll see them in a whole different way. Uh, it's it's so weird, but it's awesome. Well, and I bet <laughs> I wonder if this has been true for you all. Then, because my guess is, if if you practice that with inanimate things, it makes it really easy to practice with your family and people around yeah. you. Have have you all found that to be true? Yeah, and I I have a a, a tendency. I, I, so I'm an Enneagram Seven, right? And Enneagram 7s tend to always see the silver lining. Um, you know, if there's a giant thunderstorm, Enneagram 7s are thinking, man, it's going to be a great rainbow as soon as the sun comes out, right? So Enneagram 7s are always kind of looking for the goodness anyways, right? So I have to intentionally, I have to be more intentional about it um, because mm. it's just my nature to think everything's awesome, right? You know, that Lego uh, movie song, everything is awesome. Yeah. That's sort of the Enneagram 7 theme song. And so my natural inclination is to be that way anyways. But to do that deeper dive, right, like you were talking about earlier, to, to, to be more intentionally and more, and, and, and more um, deeply grateful for something where I actually slow down and sort of hold that person or that thing uh, or that memory and, and am grateful in a deeper way. That's what I have to practice. Um, I do think as a family, though, we we are we do look at life a little differently. Um, every night we share highs and lows and uh, around the table and talk about our day uh, with our three kids. And um, I try to make sure that we spend more time on the things that we're grateful for for that day than the things that were negative oh, nice. that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to try to help us think about life in a more positive way. So that's great. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's pretty cool. Um, some, you know, I, I was looking for uh, some some ways uh, to practice gratitude. Uh, just just looking on a few different blogs, and folks just gave some really practical things like thank you notes, um, thanking someone mentally, uh, which is really interesting, right? Because 
that's more of that self-care that you were talking sure. about. Yeah. Uh, when you're thanking someone mentally, you might not even say it to them, but just to be grateful for them, it, it probably changed how you treat them. Uh, gratitude journals, like you were talking about, um, just counting our blessings. Uh, another person mentioned meditation, actually, mm-hmm. as a uh, as a practice. So those are a few that that I kind of kind of came across that I thought were kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know, going for quiet, whether it's by yourself or with somebody else, going for quiet walks um, is a good way. I, and we do that. Well, now it's all over the place uh, with with a three month old in the house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we actually did that in the evenings uh, for years. Um, after dinner, once the sun's starting to set, we'd go for a walk. Um, sometimes we'd just walk quietly, wife and I. Sometimes yeah. we would talk about the day, but always as kind of a, a focus um, for the things that happened and occurred that day. And that's another place where I think we can go and walk, walk quietly, leave your phones at home, yeah. um, and reflect on the things. Um, that we're grateful for. That's another another good place to do it, and to be outside um, in a peaceful setting um, is huge. Well, I think like so many things that we'll talk about uh, on this podcast, it's about making the space um, in order to do these things. Yeah, right. That's exactly. You right. have to make the space. You have to be intentional about that. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, Stephen, this week um, you posted some comments on uh, social media. Um, about gratitude, um, and we definitely got some some comments and questions uh, from from folks on social media. Absolutely. Um, e- each week, we'll spend some time in the show uh, sharing your the listening audience's uh, ideas and questions about this week's topic. Uh, if you'd like to hear your ideas or questions uh, on the show, uh, please interact with us on on social media uh, or on email at uh, info at thisonegoodlife.com. And of course, you can find Bryant and I uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on um, on the Twitter uh, as well. So uh, yeah, so we've got these, uh, we, we had quite a few folks who uh, jumped in with us. And uh, when, when I asked, hey, share some ideas or questions about, about gratitude, we got some great responses. Uh, Elizabeth said, uh, I wrote in a gratitude journal for a long time. Uh, and I had to realize that it's okay to get creative. Uh, it's easy to be grateful for your friends and family and faith, uh, but it's also very okay to be grateful for things like air conditioning and good <laughs> hair products and snacks. I love that comment um, because, yeah, why not be grateful for those things? Um, it 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 enhances your life. It it makes you happy. Why not be grateful for them? That's exactly right, and. Uh... It made me laugh because I thought, well, Stephen's probably grateful for good hair products. <laughs> That's right. That's not something I have uh, <laughs> added to my list. Uh, awesome. So my <laughs> so my son is uh, my son is using hair products now. Um, he's finally gone out of the little boy haircut where. So my son's in fifth grade. Uh, and he's finally going out of the little boy haircut where all his hair goes straight forward yeah. and that's just the way it stays. Yeah. So he got, he got a, he got a, he got a dude haircut now. And so he's like, it's like shaved, like nice and tight on the sides and it's kind of longer on the top. He kind of swoops it backwards with uh not spiky, but kind of like back a little bit. I tell him all the time. I'm like, dude, you look like Ronaldo, uh, <laughs> the, the, the soccer player. He's like, dad, why are you so obsessed with Ronaldo? And I said, because I can say his name like this, Ronaldo. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> So, so the dude is using hair hair products, and let me just tell you, he um, he's getting quite a few compliments, and um, the the ladies in fifth grade 
totally seem to be liking his new Ronaldo. There you um, go. Haircut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another couple of comments. Uh, Valerie said, um, if we only have one prayer, let it be thank you. And, and that would be enough. Mm. It's a key to an open heart. Uh, Laura said, uh, I think recognizing and naming gratitude changes my perspective or lens through which I see my life. Uh, it reminds me to be less selfish and less self-focused. Um, and that's, that's awesome. That's exactly where I, th- I think it has to start. Um, yeah. for us to be grateful for others, it's got to start with us. And that's <laughs> not to keep going back to, to my thoughts on the blog post, but that's the selfish necessity of it. Yeah. Um, right there. But it's self care though, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. But it's just necessary. Yeah, that's right. And, and this is a place where I think it's okay to, to practice that. So self care, selfish yeah. desire, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> It's all good. Hey, it benefits the whole, though. It benefits the whole. I think it's okay to be selfish when we're talking about uh, being grateful. Yeah. Oh, that's good. No, that's good. That's really, really good. Uh, we, we had another person write in, Sarah. Uh, and Sarah asked a couple of questions, which I thought were really good. I'd, I'd love for us to just spend a couple minutes on. Um, I'll, I'll kind of read the question if you want to jump in and respond. Um, she said, is there a qualitative difference between gratitude to a person or a source and general gratitude that something is true. Uh, for example, what is the difference, or is there one, between feeling grateful that I have good, healthy food and, my feeling, and feeling grateful toward my husband who bought the food, healthy food, um, uh, to stock our fridge? Uh, then she goes on and says, when, and, and when gratitude is directed toward a source, what is the impact of expressing that gratitude to that person or not? Uh, and what is the difference between journaling that I'm grateful for my husband's shopping versus thanking my husband for his shopping? Mm. Great questions. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I, I actually think she has, um, rather than asking the question, I think she has posed the order mm. in which it takes place. Um, I think, and I, I say this out of my own experience and maybe observing um, some other people that live grateful lives. Mm-hmm. I think the expression of being grateful for groceries um, comes before the expression of thanking and being grateful to the person who bought the groceries. Um, I think when we realize that the you know using groceries for example, um, her husband's actions have actually helped sustain her life, her viability, yeah. her her daily living. Um, but those uh, the necessity of those things probably comes first. Yeah. Um, because that that's definitely, um, as you called self-care, um, kind of have referred to as being selfish. Those things are selfish things, but that we're grateful for. Um, but then as soon as we acknowledge the person that has, uh, has helped uh, provide us with those things or taken care of us or cared for us in that way, um, that's when our gratitude moves towards having that impact on other people. Um, That's good. So there's probably some other perspectives there too, but I I think Sarah has actually posed the order in which gratitude grows beyond ourselves. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, by, by, by doing it that way, what happens, and I think this is exactly what you're getting at. What happens is we have to do the inner work of gratitude. So it's not just a, um, uh, a trigger when something good happens or somebody 
does something for us. It's not that shallow trigger of, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If we do the inner work first, we, we really uh, gain a depth of the gratitude. Uh, and, and from that depth of, of thankfulness, then comes the, the, the outward expression to the person or to the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that probably enhances the gratitude and the experience exponentially. For sure. For sure. That's so good. It goes beyond a, hey, hey thanks, for, thanks for grabbing the groceries to, um, and just making up examples to getting up off the couch and um, carrying stuff in and unpacking together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe uh, one of those actions that displays um, yeah. how, how grateful we are um, for those things. Yeah, well, it's because it's you stuff. go deeper than the actual action. Right. Because yeah. I, I love how she said that because yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not just that her husband went to, you know, Whole Foods or Aldi or wherever and bought, <laughs> try to name some grocery stores that have good organic food, um, <laughs> that, that he went and bought that, that food because that's an action that we can be grateful for. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but there's a, a greater depth of care that thank you for, um, sustaining me thank you for caring about me on a deeper level thank you for what you do uh to to make our family healthier Mm -hmm. um and 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 stronger and 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 that becomes a much deeper place of gratitude than just a service because you know in birmingham i don't know if you have it where you live but we have this company called shipped s-h-i-p-t um and you can uh order your groceries through an app uh they will go to the grocery store pick up your groceries and deliver them to you for a, a small fee. The The gratitude that I have for the shipped worker is a very different gratitude than I have for my wife going to the store and picking out good, wholesome food because she cares about us and loves us mm. and wants us to grow and be healthy. Yeah. It's a very different gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. Both are important, but they're very different. I have a question for you that's probably uh, to be answered on, <laughs> on a different episode. Uh-huh. There's some some amount of that, um, just using your example there, there's some amount of that that may also be um, uh, like an exchange uh, yeah. of service. Yep. So you did this for me, therefore I'm grateful for you. Um, and I wonder where that, that plays in. Maybe there's um, some sort of caution flag we can pay attention to in our own lives that um, gratitude, like you've described for somebody who's caring for you is, is that expression regardless of what they have, have offered uh, to you? Uh, yeah. Well, you're, what you're, well, I think you're talking about is sort of transactional gratitude or quid yeah. pro quo. Yeah. That's gratitude. the word transactional. Yeah. 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 I, well, I sort of think about it. Um, I, I, I try to be really intentional. So I saw at, at a couple points in my life, especially, uh, in high school and, and for a little bit in college, I worked as, uh, as a waiter, uh, in a restaurant. And, um, I remember how rude and just kind of mean and, and not even just rude and mean, but just, um, how they, how so many people would not treat you as a person. You were a service. You were a means to an end as a waiter. Uh, and I remember feeling that uh, in a really deep way. And I know people all over the service uh, industry feel that. Um, and so when I'm in those transactional moments with people you know, at a restaurant and I have a, a waiter or waitress, I, I really try to go over the top to show them how grateful I am uh, for them. 
Uh, and it's not that it's coming. I, I want to make sure that they understand that I see them as a human. I do this in the grocery store line as well. Um, I see them as a human, not as not as a means to an end. Right. Um, right. And I think it's a different kind of gratitude. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, maybe we should talk about that at some point because that's kind of a that's kind of different. I think. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I think it's wildly different. That's cool. Well, I, I want to uh, just thank uh, all, all the folks who uh, sent us uh, comments and questions on on social media. Again, we'd love to uh, hear your ideas and questions uh, for next week's show. Uh, we'll be posting that uh, over the course of this week, uh, some questions on social media. We'd love for you to interact with us on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, or you can email us at info uh, at thisonegoodlife.com. Uh, and now finally, uh, this week, we will dive into some of mine and Bryant's recommendations for you all. Yeah, this is a time where we're going to share some good stuff we've discovered in our own lives um, that hopefully will add beauty and goodness uh, to yours. Um, my my biggest recommendation, I'll just jump in, Stephen, is a uh, mm-hmm. five-minute journal. Uh, yeah. If folks are looking for a way to get started in practicing gratitude, um, not that everybody's like me. Uh, but the five minute journal app costs like five bucks. Yeah. So I, I approach college this way. I kind of approach everything this way. Like if I really want to be intentional about it and there's some financial investment, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I paid $5 exactly for that right. app. I'm going to use the thing. That's um, right. so that, that for me, uh, was a life changer. I certainly would recommend it. The prompts are, are helpful. Um, that would be uh, where I would encourage folks to jump in. Um, if you've so got good. advice, that's a great, great place to start. That's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, for me, uh, a couple of books actually came to mind. Uh, a couple of books by by some authors who I absolutely love and, and I'm grateful for. Uh, the first one is uh, Diana Butler Bass. Um, she has a new book called Grateful, uh, The Transformative Power of Giving Thanks. Mm. Uh, and she really dives into this whole idea of gratitude and 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 uh, being grateful and, and giving thanks. She, uh, it's really interesting. Dinah Butler Bass is a is a scholar of religion uh, in religious history. She's just absolutely brilliant. She's written some amazing books. I, I highly recommend all of them. Uh, but I was listening to an interview with her the other day where she was talking about how this book is so different uh, than any other book that she's written because. All of her other books that she's written have come from her area of expertise. And she said uh, she knew that a book about gratitude needed to be written. Uh, and she was a novice uh, in terms of gratitude and being grateful. Yeah. So in her, her writing the book was also her journey through the practice and, 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 and developing gratitude and gratefulness in her own life, yeah. which I thought was how, how cool is that to write a book, to be such a highly acclaimed author uh, and scholar and to, to write a book as a novice, uh, how interesting of an experience mm. that yeah. must have been. Yeah. Uh, and then the second book is, is by uh, one of my favorite authors and just a lovely person as well, uh, Anne Lamont. Uh, she wrote a book called Help, Thanks, Wow!, uh, and it's uh, basically it's it's sort of her guide to prayer uh, and how she sort of sees uh, uh, these are three types of prayer. It's the help prayer, the thanks prayer, and the wow prayer. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's such a cool book. Um, uh, such a cool book. And, and to hear her talk about it uh, as well uh, is, is very cool. I, I think the last thing I would say just, just personally uh, as a recommendation, and um, we alluded to this earlier, is just slowing down. Uh, I don't think you can do any of this work 
uh, whether it's the inner work of gratitude or the or the outpouring, the outward expression of gratitude towards others, uh, unless you slow down, uh, take a breath, uh, don't be so wrapped up in being busy, uh, and just give your space, give yourself the space uh, to to think, to think, and to be thankful. Um, and just like you were talking about Brian earlier with uh, y'all's afternoon walks. Uh, you, you have to be intentional about that time because if you're not, it, it, it will not come. Yeah, I mean, even as you're saying that, I'm thinking about the appointments I have this afternoon. Right? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I was like, Stephen is speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to schedule like an appointment, right? But that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, Stephen, I, I think that just about does it for this week's uh, show. Um, we're so grateful, uh, so grateful for folks that have joined us and joined us on this podcast. As we close this week, uh, remember the words of, of William Yates. The world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. See you next week. <laughs>